Welcome along to the Crystal Conversation. This is going to be a share in an intimate space between Ruby and Lynn, where we just discuss ideas related to crystals in this particular period of time. And I'd like to invite you, the listener, to um, sit back, enjoy, and engage with us as we explore the crystal. Welcome, Ruby. Thank you. So, what what exactly is the Crystal Conversation? Well, it's a monthly podcast supplemented by articles and Instagram posts. There may well be terms that I use that the listener won't be familiar with, so there's also going to be a glossary that accompanies it as well. Oh, brilliant. So, why, why are you doing this now? Well, we're right in the middle of 2020, and 2020 is a significant year. There was a huge shift in consciousness that came through in 2012, although some would say it had been going on a lot longer than it has. And um, that difference between 2012 and 2020 is eight years. And I guess that if you take the number eight and you turn it on its side, Mm -hmm. you get um, the image or the symbol of infinity. Mm. And I suppose for me right now, this year, feels a bit like everything (laughs) that ever has been or will be is kind of looping back on itself for a revisiting by people. Uh, It can be on a personal level political level or a social level, these changes are going on and we're in this midst of a dismantling process, I suppose, where everything we thought that was fixed no longer is. Mm. And the crystals come into play because they are part of a bigger whole. If we think of ourselves as energetic beings, the energetic frequency that is held in stability within the crystals supports our energetic lives, if you like, Mm. Um, because there is that much chaos that I think increasingly coming back to the centre of yourself and your own experience of your own energetic framework will be the best compass that you can use going forward. Yeah, I think I need a bit of that. Especially at this moment. It it, it, it helps. It certainly works. I mean, it helps to stabilise, to lend itself to a sense of feeling objective about things rather than reacting to them. It gives that Mm. space. Mm. Because we all are energetic beings. And I think what's coming up in this paradigm shift is that gradual shift towards including that energetic element of ourselves as more of a consideration. Mm. Hence the crystals are supporters in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And is this time, because obviously the eclipse is coming up, Bang on, bang <laughs> on, beautiful. It's uh, paid off all these uh, conversations. 
Yes, we are in the season of the triple eclipse, really. So I think there was one on the 4th, 5th and 6th of June, which is a lunar eclipse, at the solstice, the day after the solstice, which of course the solstice is about celebrating the sun and the masculine and and the activity therein, we're going to then the next day have a solar eclipse. So it's going to be very interesting um, in terms of how we experience that planetary influence on a personal level, mm. particularly amidst the zeitgeist that we presently find ourselves in, really. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it's an interesting time, isn't it? Mm. There's a third eclipse on the 5th of July, which will be in the moon, of the, of the moon. So we've got the moon being eclipsed and the sun and then the moon again later in July. And I guess all of this is of relevance for, for us when we think about, well, if I think of myself as being significantly an energetic processing machine, the moon we know is associated with emotional um, processing. Mm. That's why it's attributed to the female. And um, therefore, you're going to be getting a lot of energetic stimulation that's going on. Mm. And I thought it would be relevant to bring forward a podcast that gave a grounding for our energetic systems about how to navigate mm. through that really. Mm. Will we be using the crystals for that also? Yes, I mean the crystal that I'm looking to choose to work with this month is Amatrine. Mm. And Amatrine is a combination of amethyst and citrine. It um, therefore has both those attributes and more. And from the crystal resonance perspective, what you're working with here is the idea of the higher self in the amethyst, mm. moving through the body, down the central column, the energetic column of the body, to the sacral area, which is where the citrine comes into being and bringing that stabilising and mental clarity throughout our systems. Because what is of significance at the moment, I think, is that, you know, being able to digest what's going on mm. with people, for, you know, for folks, is quite difficult in the bigger picture. And I think something that is supportive of our digestive systems, be that physical digestion, emotional digestion, mental digestion, all enhances our being able to move through this time really, mm. Mm. and helps us to envisage and maybe manifest um, that vision for the future really. What do we want to be creating as we move through the rest of the year? And Amatrine is particularly helpful for 
concentrating our minds and our thoughts and our intellect so we can make a decision and we can go with it. Because the eclipse may well... I'm not into portending and saying what's going to be, but the <laughs> suggestion based on previous experiences of eclipses is that they can be a planetary influence beyond the personal that really does throw a few things up in the air and present us with new challenges. So if we've got a more um, anchored sense of ourselves in that, we're in a better position to steer through it. Mm, yes, and moving forward, mm. if we have that, because it is coming up soon, isn't it, in the next week? Yes, it's literally mm -hmm. on Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, pretty, pretty. <laughs> and the other thing about that is, of course, with an eclipse, you have what's called uh, the eclipse window. So the influences of the eclipse will be going on from this week through the eclipse and then for three or four days on the other side of the eclipse. Right. And the influence of the eclipse, because it's, there's so many layers to our being, aren't there, the, that the influences of the eclipse, you know, it is understood that they can go on for up to six months. So this is quite an important, I wouldn't say trigger point, but it's quite an important, well, maybe I would say trigger point, actually, because the things we've become aware of through this weekend and that time will be significant through the rest of the year. So, to have a handle on it at this stage mm. is probably quite good. Really. <laughs> we can do that. We can yeah. do that. <laughs> um, I don't know if you uh, want to know a little bit about what crystal resonance actually um, involves. Uh, it sounds a, a strange term, but I did the training with Naisha Asan, who I think is called Samaya now over in America and it's about once coming into resonance with the crystals and the crystal frequencies so that one becomes as a resonating crystal and the, for me having worked with other trainings in crystal therapy I found this one particularly helpful because um, it actually involved really connecting in with and experiencing the crystals. So say like you take this crystal here, Ametrine, and it's beautiful to look at and you're holding it, you're bringing it into your auric field. When you can sit and be with it, particularly if you hold it in the left hand and tune into it however best that works for you just by being with it or looking at it or feeling it, there can build up a resonating reciprocal relationship where the energy's frequency or the, yeah, the energy information, the light code, can actually move and meld in with my physical being and in turn begin to stimulate different changes within my sense of being. I mean, if you just mm. hold it. In my left hand. In your left hand. The reason you're going for the left hand is because the left hand 
obviously has a direct connection to the heart area. Mm -hmm. And as we move forward, coming from that intuitive intelligence of the heart is probably a good place to be coming from, mm. you know? Mm. And they've done a lot of research through heart maths on the heart intelligence and are noting that the electromagnetic field put out by the heart is much greater than that put out by the brain. Mm. So the 2020, and for some time now, has been about bringing the heart and brain into a greater coherence. Um, so is that what heart maths is? Yes. Mm. Yes, it has got so many fantastic projects globally. And, um, and, and really is able to tune people into coming from the heart coherence. So you are kind of like feeling into something mm. rather than thinking into something. Mm. You know how we did the work, we, we, we read up about Leonora Carrington that mm. we adored, the um, surrealist artist, mm. and she was uh, very clear that life is experienced through the felt sense. It's not to be intellectualised mm. about. Mm. And uh, she's clearly on to something, mm. of, you know. And it's becoming more recognisable as mm. a way of being, really. Brilliant. Mm. Yeah. So over this time, then, is this the crystal that you would suggest we spend some time with? I would. It's be primarily because it works with the solar plexus and the crown and the third eye chakra. So it's actually unifying that space throughout, the, like an internal column within the body. Mm. And if, as I say, you can hold it in your left hand, the energy frequencies can then be moved through the heart area, generated into that spinal space and actually act as a, a clearing of a conduit to be able to receive higher energies or more clarified energies that mean you don't get bogged down with the distraction or the fogging mm. or the miasmas that a lot of the external information could easily funnel people into. Mm. So it's an opportunity to use the crystal to give yourself a kind of crystalline platform to step away from all that dross mm. that comes in. So it's kind of almost like stabilising. Yes. Grounding in a sense. Yes. Yes. And because it has a citrine in it also, it's associated with being able to bring our visions into manifestation. So if we think about 2020 and how much of what we thought was a given in the world and how much that given is being challenged, it is being questioned, mm. 
to have an internal compass that can hold a stability and a vision with a projection to be able to bring forth something tangible that's more in keeping with maybe a value system for a new earth rather than having to return to or perpetuate mm. the chaos that has been. Mm. Yeah. Perfect time to start the crystal conversation as well. Yeah, well, yeah. Yes, quite so. Yeah. Absolutely perfect. Um, the crystals are one of and many tools that are supporting people as they move through this paradigm shift. Yeah. This paradigm shift brings on board for people a very different way of experiencing themselves. And so the, because it is primarily driven from the recognition of our energetic lives. And so there are many different um, tools that can be of assistance. Crystals, uh, I find, are the ones I resonate with the more so. Um, some people find themselves experiencing light language. Some people would experience themselves through art. The opportunities are endless of how we can be experiencing ourselves mm. as part of a greater whole, really. And because this all comes under the mantle, I suppose, of an ascension process. So, sorry, what is the ascension? What's that mean? It's a term that's been used to describe an upgrading of the planet mm. and of the human race and of sentient life, including the crystals that are upon it. It's in keeping with this idea of the age of Aquarius and stepping into a new way of being in the world. So the idea is that we're actually kind of bringing down a higher perspective view that includes the total, the, the unified field, rather than it just being purely a personal right. trip on planet so, Earth. Okay, so almost like I would maybe use the word like collective, would that yes. be right? So like yeah. a kind of universal collective. Yes. Rather than just an individual. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the reason it's of significance, you know, the dawning of the age of Aquarius, is that it moves from being personal and me which can still go on if people really need it, and people probably will. Always need a bit of me. Always need a bit of me. I mean, I mean the, 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 this whole sequence of movement has so many aspects to it. I mean, for some people, to be able to capture a sense of me would be a great starting point. But mm. for, for, for many, I think there's an opening up to we're part of a bigger whole. Mm. And this is another thing with the ametrine. It kind of teaches us that you, my brother, my sister, we're all one of the same mould and meld. And it, it kind of gets rid of the implant of prejudice and separateness and um, polarities. 
which for a long time has been people's mm. norms. It's just what they dropped into. If you weren't mm. polarised or if you weren't seeing yourself as separate to a larger force, there was something you seen as being very, very wacky or a bit off kilter and mm. maybe not quite so sussed and... Um, you know, sarcastic, or you know, there's mm. lots of ways that it's been used it's to keep us in that polarized state, and still is. But I guess what this time about is about is about unifying the wholeness of our being on the planet. As part of the planet, as part of the human race. Um, dare I even say, going forward, you know, maybe it's part of a solar system or mm. a galactic system. I mean, it's this expanded state of consciousness that we can access at this point. Mm. Fantastic. Brilliant, yeah. <laughs> Bring it on. <laughs> so, I don't know, I mean, we were talking about maybe doing a meditation and I think uh, that that would be something that we could follow on with, with another. Mm. With the this particular with amatrine amatrine yeah. okay yeah yeah I think that would be great and just being able to have a moment with it because I already can I can feel so much heat coming off it can you? yeah I really can <laughs> I'm gonna give it back to you <laughs> I don't know what's doing to me <laughs> it's more it's warming you up that's interesting maybe it, yeah it's it's interesting, probably because you know it's, it's being talked about. I'm here. Gosh, it is warm, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is. Oh, well, that was really, really interesting. Thank you. Well, thank you for sharing the conversation with me. And um, here's hopefully to having quite a few more. Yeah. And the meditation that accompanies this podcast will be available. Soon after. Soon after. Yeah. Quite so. Get it out the next day, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> so love to all the listeners and uh, hope there's been some points of interest in there for you that you feel you may in turn want to join in with the conversation mm. going forward. Yeah. You enjoy the uh, summer solstice and the eclipse. Yeah. Cheers for now, darling. Cheers for now. Chin chin. <laughs>